Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Arjun Rai. Arjun Rai is the founder and CEO at HelloWoofy.com, which is a smart marketing platform for small business owners or underdogs to use patented generative AI to create, schedule, and post marketing content to multiple mediums or channels at once. Over 10,000 members strong and over 1.1 million in sales and backed by notable VC funds, equity crowdfunding, and angel investors. Arjun is a serial entrepreneur who has also founded several other organizations like Workbench.io, WordData.ai, and EmojiData.ai. He has several new innovative platforms and approved patents on his products. Arjun has been featured on Entrepreneur Magazine, Forbes, Inc. Magazine, MarTech Today, NASDAQ, and Corazon Technologies. Good afternoon, Arjun. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Love from uh, loves and hugs from New York City, the greatest city on earth. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, the second greatest city is Kansas City. How's that? That's where I'm Okay, fine. <laughs> I love this. Just actually switched to your platform, which is awesome. And uh, I do love helping the underdog as well. I've done a lot of mentoring, coaching over my career, but your mission, your vision, your mission, everything that you do, you embrace. Yep. And I know I've been on a lot of your calls, but uh, don't want to belabor that point anymore. Let's just jump into the questions because our audience would like to hear more about the founder and CEO of Hello Woofy. Could maybe you sure. share something with our audience, the secret to your career growth and what inspired you to start Hello Woofy? Yeah, I would say the little inspirations that come from your daily life, like little frustrations, like little things you think about, like, oh, my God, if I could do it, I could do it better. Or if I had a, a business that could turn this product or solution into a, an impactful story for other people as well, it could do really well. So that's actually what led me to doing what I'm doing today. And, and continuously, every single day, uh, I'm seeing a lot of inefficiencies and solutions uh, at the same time. So we started at Hello Wolf. We started the company a few years ago. We raised a little bit of capital to build it out. And, you know, we knew that community automation, community building is something that keeps a small business owner small and a big company bigger because they don't have their resources and the and the funding to be able to compete with. You know, so for example, if you're a Starbucks today, good on you. Howard Schultz has built a great company and, you know, obviously they've done really well as a coffee brand. But if you are a local mom and pop coffee shop, um, I, I love going to Joe's Coffee here in, in New York. You know, you're competing with very limited budgets, right? You're, you don't have a marketing agency on, a, on retainer for millions of dollars a month. If you have any time in between your cappuccinos and lattes and coming up with new recipes uh, and then taking photographs of that and then, you know, scheduling it out, it, it's, it's, you probably just do social media. And so we, the more we looked into this, into this ecosystem, as business owners, we, we understood that it was very frustrating. It was very time consuming. And we realized that you're only getting 5% engagement rate on social media. Plus that you have enough content, you have enough time to post, you're still getting 5% engagement rate, right? And all of our competitors do social media management you know, pretty well, you know, we have a lot of respect for Joel at Buffer, uh, Ryan at, you know, Hootsuite, who's no longer there anymore, or Justin over at Social, great founders, great entrepreneurs, but they're kind of stuck in the old in terms of the, what has done really well, will continue doing really well, but that was the, what was said about combustion engines, right? Today, we have EVs and, and Tesla completely transforming an entire industry. And so we set out to do the same with a roadmap that is absolutely incredibly robust um, in terms of what we want to achieve in the next 12 months. And it's essentially what you know a financial advisor would tell you to do is take that content, put it on social, 
But with a 5% engagement, you wanted to diversify a little bit more. So then what if you put that same content and let's say you're a real estate agent and you want to send out a postcard uh, for your upcoming open house, 11 a.m. on a Saturday. You want to show the most beautiful photograph on that postcard and schedule it out to appear in physical mail on Friday. And then you want to do, you know, maybe let's say a Monday, Wednesday, Friday post on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest. Being your audience, you want to schedule a beautiful photographer on that open house and be like, hey, this is Brian. You really got to check out this hot listing that is not going to be around for much longer. So we're doing an open house for a small group of people you know, check it out. And then only about 5% of your audience will see it on social media. Uh, and then you do a blog post and then you do a newsletter. Let's say you have a few thousand people on, on your email subscriber list. You're able to then just, you know, put those photog- that photography in, or sign up link and all that stuff. So the goal is to build a one-stop shop solution that basically looks like this, you know, for, for people who are uh, listening in on the audio side, you'll see essentially a, a piece of content that has been generated in the middle whether you use our generative AI technology that we built or ChatGPT, OpenAI or Jasper, it doesn't really matter. That message then gets reformatted for different variations on social, direct mail, smart speakers, text messaging, Google web stories for SEO, blog for SEO, team communication tools like Slack and Discord, newsletters, and you know the list goes on and on, but in one click. And so the idea is that you're able to diversify. In fact, this morning I did a pitch to a, a couple of investors and I showed them this slide that, you know, uh, showing engagement rates, you know, 5% social, 40% direct mail, according to Loeb.com, 52% of most traffic on a, on a very well put together website comes from the blog because of keywords. Um, we are getting... 50, 60, 40% engagement rate uh, when it comes to newsletters. In fact, the email I sent out yesterday for the event today um, has about a 49.8, almost a 50% engagement rate. And of course, text messaging, we know that it gets huge, huge, insane amounts of open rates, right? 90% in some cases. And smart speakers, pretty much all, you know, it's, it's, there's no throttling. You go direct to consumer. So that's the kind of vision that we set out to build. And uh, I'm very fortunate to have a team around us that has helped us. But again, for small business owners who are looking to get started, find those little like kernels of idea, like little ideas that you're frustrated with. And that alone can turn into a very, very successful big business. Because you know what? There are probably at least 100 other people that would be willing to pay you or thousands of people who are going to be willing to pay you. Thank you. That's awesome. You're right. You know, a big theme with this podcast, this platform, and all the guests I've had on is, you know, they've, they found a a problem and they came up with the solution that people really wanted. And that's what you did. And what's really cool, Arjun, is, and I've been to some of your weekly, you know, check-in calls, right? And you, some of the features on there are blowing your competitors out of the water. You just are. I think that's awesome for being an underdog and doing what you're doing is, is totally awesome. Switching gears to that, then, if you could just maybe tout, and we'll get to self-contact in a minute, but or self-tech, sorry, mm-hmm. in a minute. But if you want to just maybe highlight like that smart speaker you talked about or, or something yeah. like that, our audience would be able to uh, kind of resonate with or get excited about anyway. Yeah, I mean, during the, the last few years, right, we've seen a huge change in the way technology has really evolved to allow for businesses to reach their followers, their customers, and, and actually leads as well, um, because not everyone that's a part of your community is paying you right now. They're kind of testing the waters. They're kind of, you know, in that initial dating phase. And and we have a lot of that happening in our Facebook group, Content Masters by Hello Wolfie. We have about 7,000, just shy of 7,000 members in there, but majority of them are customers and members of the platform. But some of them are, you know, saying, okay, let me check this company out. They're new. 
let's see how they interact with customers um, and and whatnot. And so we realize that smart speakers are becoming a big thing as well. So for your viewers, you're seeing the audio version. What you're seeing is actually my living room with a 200 inch projector. It could be a TV and it's connected to something called a Fire TV. Now you can have an Echo Show, which is a speaker with touchscreen built in. You can have a Fire, an Echo device as well, which is just the Echo, which is just a speaker, a mini speaker or a tower, which is a bigger version of it with no screen and no output in visual format. But here, all I all I have to do is call the, you know, call Alexa, hey, play the Hello Wolfie skill, or in your case, the Brian Thomas IT skill or the podcast, you know, whatever the podcast skill may, it may be for, for your business, um, for your viewers who are listening in. Or even as a real estate agent, for example, you can have all your, you know, home tours and under a minute show the beautiful indoor and outdoor, you know, sceneries from the the open house that's about to come up as well. The idea is that you can now broadcast to your followers with their permission, keeping privacy in mind, and say, Hey, I'm about to go live, do an open house. I'm about to go live with you know, Howard Schultz talk about his story, an amazing career at, you know, Starbucks and how we, how we can build the next coffee brand. Whatever that may be, currently you can upload pre-made videos and we have intentions on allowing you to do uh, live streaming. But now what you're seeing is on their screen is that, that the video also had a caption and a link below it. So on a TV or an Echo Show, which has a screen built in, I can tap on Brian's link. I can click on Brian's website. I can go to, you know, subscribe to the upcoming interview or buy something from him, but I can do it on the platform itself, on the TV, just like Imagine instead of saying, you know, let's do three payments of, you know, twenty nine 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 as an infomercial, you can be like, you know, click on the link below and buy it right now. We have three payments, three easy payments. Click on the link, go subscribe or go buy and, and it'll be delivered to you in, in a couple of days. And that's the level of, you know, forward thinking approach that we have when it comes to our roadmap. It's never been done before. And not only has it never been done before, we own the patent around broadcasting to nearly, you know, a couple hundred million small speakers sitting around everyone's kitchen tables and 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 whatnot. With their permission, we can help our customers broadcast to them in video, audio format with links, text, and attribution. So that's what we're really going after when it comes to smart speakers. That's awesome. You know, I had someone on the podcast that has seen, he's in marketing and advertising, and he's seen mm. how radio and the transition to TV and and then it was on- online and and now the streaming has yeah. gone over 50, just went over 50% on everything. Yep. And what you're doing is disrupting this industry, so to speak, right? Well, history repeats itself. In 1929, a company called Baird, B-A-I-R-D, if my spelling is correct, came out and, and said, you know, we're going to build something which is very different and uh, is going to be very different. And it's going to be in a wooden box with, you know, with a glass screen on it. And people are like, why would I ever want to do that? So here actually it says right here, color television, uh, 1920, 1926. Baird then followed this and the first public demonstration of the transmission of images and of people. He demonstrated the first mechanical color television in 1928 and followed this with the first electronic color system in 1941. And by that time, in the middle of the century, the the industry for advertising on TV had been at least $100 million or more, if I remember correctly, not adjusted for current inflation and everything. But the, the it shows that when there's a new medium, I was just listening to uh, I was listening to one of the show hosts, uh, as you know, several show hosts were fired yesterday. 
I have no idea how multiple television networks, you know, aligned and they were like, you know what, we're going to fire our guys today. And they're all guys. But one of the guys who is still there and he was talking about this and he was like, I don't know if EVs are going to be big. I still like my combustion car. And he had the former CEO of, of Ford on the on the TV on the show. And he was like, yeah, you're going to have you're going to need, you know, convenience factor. You're going to have to have a little bit of combustion, a little bit of electricity, electricity because of the of that factor. But I was like, between these two individuals, they're never going to be remembered in history for actually pushing the paradigm, pushing society and civilization forward, because they're still holding on to if this is 1930, they're holding on to a radio and saying, hey, I have my radio. I can carry it around. I can put it on my shoulder. I can have one in my car. I don't need something to be you know, displayed to me. In fact, it's a distraction. But you can probably... You know, today we we need a screen. We we you know we need a, a means to broadcast in in visual. You know, so it's just interesting how some people will hold society back, but majority of us will move it forward. Yeah, it's all about innovation. As yeah. long as it's not you know, there's some sort of mandate to push everything in one direction. Uh, definitely want people to innovate yeah. and, and be yeah. free. We always ask this on our podcast, Arjun, you know, we, our publication and podcast is focused on emerging tech. We don't always mm. have, you know, uh, the smartest of AI scientists on the show, but we do sometimes. But uh, are you leveraging any emerging technologies in your platform? And if you could touch on that just a little bit. Yeah. Uh, it's funny you mentioned that because uh, I was looking at one of the posts that we did just a couple of months ago, a couple of weeks ago, rather, just when... Um, you know, OpenAI and ChatGPT were were taking off, which again, to their credit, and Sam Altman and and of course Elon Musk and and all you know everyone who's been behind it, kudos to them for for putting together something so compelling and so amazing. But the fact of the matter is, we actually filed a patent around the ability to post or rather create content and post almost uh, four years ago at this point, November fourteenth, November fourteenth, two thousand nineteen. And we filed a patent, we received the patent about two years ago, and it kind of goes to show how forward-thinking we were when it came to, you know, actually building the, the piece of technology, coming with a patent, coming with a use case, and, and things of that nature. And then we subsequently received, just a couple of months ago, a patent around the ability to also broadcast to smart speakers, which is our latest patent. And so it's interesting, you know, how... Generative AI has come out of nowhere, but emerging tech is it's definitely an emerging tech. And here for your viewers who are, are um are listening in, what I'm showing now is a slide around small business generative AI. We've had over a million posts go through our platform, nearly hundred million API calls, which for those of you who don't know what an API is, you know, every time our technology was called to produce content or recommend content, that's one API call. And we've had uh, almost hundred million calls go through our platform. And that's the patent number right there, one 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 five three five six. It is what we used to call gener- uh, autocomplete. Now it's known as generative AI. And even our approach to combining the two technologies, which is using OpenAI and ChatGPT, which is very much emerging and, and so cutting edge, kudos to the to the company there. Uh, we're going to be using our other patent to make sure that it's not plagiarized content coming out, content that the small business owner would not want to post online, and then using our generative AI to make it even better, more polished, put the ingredients like emojis and hashtags on, and then you get a finalized version, which is basically the culmination of OpenAI's innovation and our innovation at the same time. So that's on that emerging tech side of things. Uh, we also have, uh, as you may have heard, in the next few weeks, uh, I believe June is the rumored date uh, for Apple to be releasing its upcoming AR XR goggle. And one 
person seems to have uh, come out and been interviewed and he said he saw the prototype and he was absolutely quote unquote blown away uh, with what he saw as far as the Apple technology is concerned. Of course, it's all speculation, but we actually have been working on AR capabilities for the last few years and really the last year. And we just filed a patent around this technology as well, which is now allowing you to see the marketing content you paid an agency to produce. And then you can drag that content while they're doing a presentation to Facebook, to LinkedIn, to you know uh, your Facebook pages. Um, this is actually to show you an example right here. And the idea is that you can all of a sudden, without being in the same room, walk a an art gallery of marketing content. And as the client is approving it, have the content be dragged to the timeline, which you're essentially walking around. And you can almost see like, uh, you can almost walk down the timeline of which posts are coming out tomorrow, the after tomorrow, next week, next month, as you get further and further away from the from the animation. And you, if you don't like it, just long press it and move it around. It's like, you know, being on a tabletop and moving, you know, pieces of Scrabble, you know, around. Imagine each of those blocks on Scrabble are your marketing posts and you're literally deciding what comes out first and where and what comes out second and where. And so we're we're releasing this tool very soon for our business and enterprise clients so that they can look like a bigger agency than they are because most of our customers tend to work from home. Um, and we have so many other innovations I could we could be talking for an hour. <laughs> I love it. I've seen some of that uh, you displayed on some of your other videos. So that's awesome. Last question for you this evening, Arjun. Yeah. You know, you have a new product, new platform. It's called SelfTact, S-E-L-F-T-A-C-T. Yep. Maybe you can share with our audience what's unique about it and sure. what's what's so exciting. What's the buzz? Yeah. So one of the things that I noticed small businesses uh, or small business owners like myself doing at almost every networking event is taking selfies. And I know a lot of you who are listening to this portion of the interview now are going to be like, you know what? That is so funny. Every time I meet someone new, I'm so excited. And we always take a group shot or we take a you know selfie with someone else, just you know, just two people. And then after the conference, after I come back to the hotel or after I fly back home, I'm like, who did I just meet? I mean, I know the person, I know generally where we met and probably what session, or maybe you might not even know which session you met the person at. But was it Lisa or was it Lisa? Was it Leslie? Was it Bob or, you know, Brendan? I can't remember the name. And so what I would do is take the selfie and then open the notes app, which on iPhone, you know, now has become really intelligent. But back in the day, it used to be, you know, just chronologically, as you've made notes, it would just show you the date. And if you made any changes, then the timestamp would, you know, get erased and then bump it up to the top. I would actually use the timestamp, believe it or not, as uh, when I met the person. So if I wrote Brian Thomas, you know, your email, your phone number and whatnot, and it said like January 5th, you know, 2023, then, you know, I would know that I met you on January 5th. And if I made any changes to it, they would say like, let's say today's date, uh, April 25th, uh, I would be like, oh, gosh, I, now I don't remember when I met him. I don't have the date stamp anymore. Long story short, the application we ended up building and launching about a year ago, uh, less than a year ago, actually, it's just been a few months, um, and has a few hundred users on it already, is you take a selfie with someone, it flips the photo, you enter their information, and it then uses that information to craft a text message, an email address with the selfie attached, with your information attached as well, name, phone number, address, uh, if you have that, your uh, Calendly link, your LinkedIn link, all of it gets sent over in less than a second. Plus, it drops a pin on Google Maps to show you exactly where you met. It doesn't track you know, in real time. Like Once you guys move away from the conference or the meetup, it's not like the pins are moving around. It's one pin, latitude, longitude, on where you met so that you could be like, oh, I met someone around January in New York while I was there. Let's go to January. Let's go to you know New York and let me find Brian 
because I, I I can't remember where we met. And so it's almost like a visual approach to to that uh, to that capability. And now it's taking off, and we're now working on group selfies. We're now working on you know removing the background so that you can actually have, for example, here uh, you can see the gentleman next to me, and he and I have a background removed. Imagine conferences having that for the sponsors there that are there. You don't have to wait in in line on the red carpet to you know do the step and repeat, you know, glamour pose and and wait for the photographer. Every photograph in that you know geofenced you know that area general area will have. Uh, if you'd like, and most people do, the logos and the memories, uh, you know, are uh, saved forever. And so it's a little innovation that's now taking off, and we're going to work on exporting CRM, you know, uh, capabilities as well. Uh, a bunch of other tools. Uh, it's also going to start doing group selfies, where you can actually start a group email and a group message together, um, so that you can remember each other as you as you meet people. So quite a few. That's awesome. I appreciate you sharing. And again, for being the underdog, and I truly mean this, you <laughs> really kind of set the bar pretty high for people that are trying to innovate out there. And a lot of times we know we we only hear from the companies like Google or Microsoft or yeah. Apple or, or the smaller companies that were bought out by those big companies. But what I love about your product is you are truly fighting for the underdog and your yeah. platform is just awesome. Keep innovating, keep moving forward. I, I love Thank this. Thank you. Well, the last thing I would say is like, I, as we were talking earlier on the call, and, and by the way, thank you for also investing in our current equity crowdfunding campaign. Uh, for those of you who are listening in, I uh, won't be seeing this on your screen, but if you go to wefunder.com forward slash HelloWoofy, or you just Google HelloWoofy and WeFunder, you'll see that a lot of our underdog small business owners have invested. Yet again, we have actually over 3,000 investors and Brian's one of them. So thank you for that, Brian. But they've invested a few hundred dollars, a few thousand dollars. I know there's a 25K check coming in from, from one of our dear, dear community members uh, uh, as well. Uh, so we're going to be actually at 185 at the time of this recording, almost 186. But we're hoping to raise a little bit more capital as well so that we can achieve a couple of things that will allow us to drive more revenue for not only ourselves, but more importantly, our customers. Because the more integrations we do, as you can see on the screen, we have quite a few uh, robust capabilities that we want to build out this year. Uh, the self-tax subscription model, uh, allowing small businesses like yourself, Brian, to automate Facebook ads uh, in the commenting section, because as you know, I res video respond to everyone's comments. Uh, we want to help small businesses automatically video respond to every comments, especially on Facebook ads. And then, of course, the smart speaker capability and the augmented reality capability for our agency clients, which they could use a lot of help there as well. So yeah, if you guys uh, can invest until April 28th, midnight, New York City time, and then after that, the valuation may or may not go up, but it's at $10 million valuation now, which I think is reasonable given the, the market and how fast we're growing. Absolutely. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. And I didn't even really think about that part of it, the funding campaign that you're doing. So again, do appreciate that. Sure. And Arjun, I just want to let you know from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate your time <laughs> today and I look forward to speaking with you real soon. All right. Well, here you go. Virtual hugs from New York City. <laughs> Take care. Bye for now. 